1: My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our show. Now, many of you that are watching this program, you've got some impossible situations in your life. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you've got some sicknesses. And some of you feel like you've lost all hope. Well, this message is for you. It's no accident that you're watching. Many of you have tried to turn the channel, but these words, the Holy Spirit is drawing you in to encourage you. No matter what you're going through, you have hope in Jesus. No matter if you feel like you're at the end of the rope, hang on. It's not over. Some of you are in the middle of your miracle, and don't you dare give up. I believe you're positioned for your breakthrough. Be blessed by this message. Now, the title of this message is Jesus or Jesus. Now, I've been saying this for a long time, but I think it's so relevant to the world that we're living in now. Because we're living in some perilous times, if y'all figured that out. And there's so many people that are desperate, maybe some of you watching by television or some of you here, you've got some situations in your life and sometimes people feel like they've lost all hope and I know some of you probably feel like you're at the end of your rope watching by television but hang on you got hope in Jesus because Jesus is the answer if you need healing it's Jesus if you need a breakthrough it's Jesus whatever you need your problem is not as big as our God But see, the problem is our faith has got rattled in these last days. Because we look at things and we see prayers not being answered. And we wonder why we're going through things. And our faith gets rattled. But I'm telling you, this day, I want you to increase your faith that what you've been praying for is going to come to pass. I believe it. I receive it. Radical faith is going to bring forth some radical miracles see, the problem is we had not even had faith at all. We've lost our faith. And we can say, oh, I've had plenty of faith. Well, honey, when you're going through the storms of life, it's hard to have faith sometimes. Hey, we know how that feels. If you've ever been through anything, and I know how the enemy is working overtime right now, but I want you to know that Jesus wants you well, healed, set free, and delivered. And we're going to see that take place today. And if you're watching by television, there's no distance to Jesus. It's no accident that you're watching. So let's get started in the word. I feel good. I'm ready to preach. Right. <laughs> y'all say preach, woman. With this red shirt, y'all better look out. <laughs> Mark 5, 25 through 34. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. And had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I thank you for your presence that we feel here today. Lord, anoint me to teach this word. Anoint every heart to receive in Jesus' name. Well, if you've been in church any amount of time, you've heard the sermon after sermon on the woman with the issue of blood, and you're thinking, what in the world is she gonna say that I hadn't heard before? Well, sometimes we can hear things over and over, but when it's your season to receive it by faith, your miracle will take place too. But we've heard sermons about this woman, but have you ever wondered what her name was? You know, she's probably in heaven thinking, I'm always known as the woman with the issue of blood. She's probably not worried about that in heaven. (laughs) But I think, you know, her name was probably Faith. It may not have been Faith, but I thought, what great faith that this woman have. When I think about this woman, she had this bleeding disorder for 12 years. Now, it had governed her life. 12 represents the order of government. She had gone to bed with it every day. She woke up with it every day. She was an outcast. She was unclean. She couldn't be around anyone else. She had been to every doctor, but she got worse. And I feel like that could be a prophetic word for the world that we're living in now. If she was living today, she would have probably had to go to a general practitioner. She would have had to go to a gynecologist. Hematologist had CT scans, uh, all kinds of blood work, blood transfusions, and y'all thank God for doctors. And I appreciate all medical staff more than ever before. In fact, I had someone to call me this morning and say, "Please pray. We are so short-handed. So many people are sick, and we've just got so many patients to take care of." So I admire and I respect, and even my daughter-in-law is a doctor. She's a doctor. And I thank God for the medical profession. And I thank God for medicine. Because the Lord uses doctors and the Lord uses medicine. And I believe in doctors and I believe in medicine. So don't get me wrong. But I do think so many people are taking so many medications that they come in with bagfuls of medicine and one has the side effect to something else. And have you ever heard the side effects to some of the medicines that we take? Blindness, stroke, or even death. So I'm not saying take your medicine, go to the doctor. But your, my heart goes out to people today that cannot afford medical care. They cannot afford insurance. They cannot, because people say, well, get insurance. They, can't, they don't have the money to get insurance. My heart goes out to people that don't have the money for the copay, And they're just suffering because they feel like I have no hope. But I can tell you, Jesus is still a miracle-working God. He is the great physician. He is the great I am. He hasn't changed. And our hope is in Jesus, our Jesus. And see, that was this woman with the issue of blood. She got to the point, it's Jesus or Jesus. She was so desperate, it's Jesus or Jesus. She had to get to the point that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. If I can just touch him. And see, that day, she had to change the way that she talked. (laughs) This day, y'all say this day. If I can touch his clothes. This day, if I can touch him, I'll be set free. She didn't say, well, I've been to every doctor and I'm getting worse. And I think so many times our faith is rattled when we are quoting healing scriptures. But then we're telling everybody how sick we are. I'm guilty. Let me tell y'all how low my blood was how tired I was, how weak I was. But you know, the thing about it is, it's nothing wrong with confessing our sins and telling people how to pray for us. So don't feel guilty for that. That's what we need to do. That's when we need each other. Because there comes a time in your life that you may be so physically ill that you can't have faith. And you better have friends that will believe with you and that you can trust to say, hey, pray for me. I'm going through something right now. I need a miracle right now. Let me get real for it with you right now. See, so many times in the body of Christ, we want to wear these. I like to say, used to say a mask, but we can't say that no more, can't we? <laughs> but we hide behind things and act like we're not going through anything. We go to church sick. We come to church. We go home sick. We go to church depressed, we go home depressed. Why? We don't want people to know that we're going through something. But there's the time for you to take that mask off and say, I got to get real with God because I got to be healed this day. I'm desperate this day. So what you got to understand, this woman was anemic. Hey, After you've been through it, this brought a greater revelation of this woman to me. And I respect her faith more than ever. Because some of you, have any of y'all ever been anemic? Okay. Well, for you that don't know, there's not enough iron in your blood. You're tired. You're out of breath. uh, The red blood cells don't carry enough oxygen to your organs. You can have dizziness swelling, neuropathy, and you feel horrible. So when you think about this lady after 12 years, that brings a different revelation to this message, doesn't it? It wasn't like she thought, well, praise God, hallelujah, Jesus is coming to town today. No, this woman was weak. I was hoping somebody would bring a a, a walking cane today because (laughs) this woman was weak. She was weak. But she was so desperate that she walked through the tall people and, and the short people and, and the people that were in her way. She said, you're not going to stop me today. See, she had to get past fear because she could have been stoned. She said, I'd rather be stoned than be the way I am one more day. Because I've just got the faith to know I'm going to receive my miracle this day. So when she finally got to Jesus, She touched the hem. And I believe she was on her stomach. Because she said, if I have to crawl to Jesus this day, if I have to crawl through this crowd, I'm going to touch Jesus. And Jesus felt the virtue go through his body. And he said, who touched me? And they said, who do you? Look at all this crowd of people. It could have been anybody. He said, no, I felt the virtue. And have you ever prayed for anybody? The Lord has given me a gift of healing. And I really believe for everything that we're going through, we're going to a greater level of anointing. Because so many of you have been plowing for so long in some hard ground. And it's time to let go of the plow, burn that plow, and receive the mantle that God has got for you. And it is a mantle of whatever you've been through because your pain becomes your purpose So what you're going through, you're going to make your anointing stronger. And some of you are thinking, well, I am going to be super Christian for Jesus as much as I've been through. But you know what? God's going to use you. Because if you've never been through anything, you can't minister to anybody else. Some of you are wondering, why am I going through this? Well, there's a purpose for your pain because God's going to use it for his glory. And you're going to be more anointed than ever. So this woman was so desperate, but she was healed that day because Jesus said, I felt the virtue. And I have felt that before when I'm praying with people. I am totally different than a lot of people when we pray. You know, I've been to some churches, they want the music loud. I I just soon for, you know, I want it quiet. And the reason that, because I can listen to the Holy Spirit. If everything's so loud, I'm listening to what the singers are singing or the music that's going on, and so are the people sometimes that we're praying for. I don't want anything generated that's not Jesus. I want Jesus. But I have been to the point, and I know, Pastor Hannah, and you that walk in the gift of healing, you can just lay your hands. You don't even have to say anything. And you just feel that virtue, and you know the Lord is touching those people. And I believe that. So she was healed that day. And I want to ask you, what is your issue? And see, so many people will say, well, I don't really have any. Well, it might be pride. (laughs) Because the world that we're living in now... Uh, The devil is alive and well on planet Earth, and he is trying to distract, discourage. He's trying to kill, steal, and destroy you because he knows the anointing of God on your life. And if he can make things so hard to say, just quit, woman of God. Just quit, singers. Just quit. It's not worth it. See, you're getting attacked all the time hey, but you have the spirit of the living God living within you and we're going to make it through and we're going to be stronger than ever before. Amen? Amen? So whatever your issue is, if it's bondage, if it's sickness, if it's anxiety, if it's worry, Psalms 138.8 says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns you. And if it concerns you, it concerns Jesus. But see, there's so many people that they think Jesus has given them a sickness. See, Jesus wants you well, and I have tried to pray with people before, and there was like a wall that went up. And I, I mean, you can tell when somebody is receiving. And sometimes, you know, when we're praying for people, I used to think if people were not thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, I receive that they wasn't receiving. And if people were just sitting there or standing there, but they were receiving. So I think sometimes you just receive. You don't have to say a word because it's just Jesus doing the work. But he does the healing. He does the miracle. And whatever your issue, but those walls come up with a lot of people to think, well, Jesus has given me this to teach me a lesson. Would you give your child cancer to teach him a lesson? No, Jesus wants you well. But I've tried to pray with people before and they'd say, well, if this is what God's going to take me out with, it's okay with me. And I thought, well, uh, there's no need for me to pray for you then. He's going to take us out when he wants to, but our job is to have faith while we're here and believe and have faith That Jesus wants you well. That's a word that some of you need to hear today. Jesus wants you well. He wants you to be made whole. And see, there's many Christians today that are anemic. Not physically. Y'all are saying, how many messages is the Lord going to give her on anemia? (laughs) Lord, don't give me any more things to preach about. But once you've been there, you know, but the thing about it, I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about spiritually anemic because a lot of people are tired of the fight. And then what's happened with this pandemic, a lot of people were on the fence already, but I'm telling you the wind of the Holy Spirit saying you get in, you get out, you get run over because God's building a church. He's building a remnant. That's bold and full of Holy Ghost and fire. See, when you are anemic, they tell you to eat iron-rich foods like red meat, which I don't like. So I had to eat spinach and raisins and all that good stuff. And whole milk has no iron in it. So we got a lot of Christians that still on the milk. They're anemic, walking around defeated walking around discouraged when we need to tear into the meat of the word and be filled with Holy Ghost and fire and take authority over the enemy in our lives. See, we don't need to just walk. We don't need to just take authority. We need to walk in authority because the devil is alive and he's after your family. He's after your health. He's after your children. And he needs a group, a remnant to rise up and say, I'm not going to be bound by fear. I'm not going to be bound by worry. I'm not going to be bound by a pandemic. I'm here to do what God's called me to do. If God be for you, who can be against you? It's time to get off the fence. And we're seeing people fall away. And we see people, you know, and the thing about it, We had to be careful during this pandemic and we still got to be careful. But what the enemy uses is for us to disassociate from each other. We were afraid to lay hands on the sick anymore. When the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. But I tell you, he's bringing a remnant that we are sick of it. We got a belly full of it, as my grandfather used to say. And we're gonna do what God's called us to do. And we're gonna be bold for Jesus. Because this world needs Jesus. So what we need to be is full of the Holy Ghost and fire. Feed on the meat of the word. And see, the thing is, we, gotta, we are the church. I think we learned that during everything that we've been through. That the buildings may close, but we're still the church. Things don't change. And what we got to do is we got to stir up the gift within us we got to fan the flames of the Holy Spirit because some of it's gone out. we got to fan those flames and get a passion for Jesus. Get a passion for hurting people. Getting passion for a world that needs Jesus and is looking for hope. They need Jesus or Jesus, but they're waiting on us to tell him about them. So he is our answer. All right, let's go to another scripture. I'm preaching myself happy. What glory. <laughs> let's go to Luke 13, 10 through 13. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Y'all say 18 years. 18 years. And was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her and, to him and said to her, "Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity." And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. I love the book of Luke because it's talking about less fortunate people. And this particular woman had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. Y'all, that's a long time. The number 18 means bondage. In fact, she had been bent over for so long that her spine had grown this way. And just imagine your whole life walking around looking down, looking at people's feet, looking around, she was an outcast. I'm sure she, people made fun of her. Look at her, there she comes. Is she hid? Where is she? Everything that she went through. But I want you to know that she went to the synagogue. This probably wasn't her first time to go to the synagogue. But the good thing about it, Jesus was there that day. And see, some of you watching by television, you know what it's like to go to church. In fact, maybe you were brought up in church. You were drugged to church. You've been in church. But you've never met Jesus. It's time for you to have a relationship with Jesus. You shook the preacher's hand, that don't save you. It's relationship with Jesus. And he's calling you home today if you're watching by television. So she came to this the synagogue. Just imagine how difficult it was. How could she even get there? You wonder about that how could she even get to the synagogue? Well, when she got there, she was in the back. Because women sit in the back on one side. And it was a miracle that Jesus saw her because she was bent down. Can you sit down when you're in that kind of condition? I don't know. But anyway, Jesus saw her and Jesus called her to the front of the room. Now, why did Jesus call her to the front? He could have healed her back there, he could have healed her in her seat. But I believe she had to respond to the word of God. And if you're going to receive your miracle, you've got to respond to the word of God. See, John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Do you believe his word? you got to believe that God is who He says He is, that God will do what He says He'll do, that His Spirit is alive and active in you, and you can do all things through His power and through His strength. I pray this message blessed you, and I want to ask you, what is your issue? And you may say, well... I don't have any issues, well, I'd like to meet you. It might be pride, (laughs) because we all have things that we're dealing with. But some of you have got some issues that you've been dealing with for a long time. Maybe those issues are unforgiveness, maybe it's sickness, maybe it's bondage to some kind of addiction. Whatever your issue is, it's not as big as our God. And Psalms 138.8 says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns you. Your hope is in Jesus. Your miracles are in Jesus. So I want you to increase your faith that you're going to receive from Jesus today. And if you're watching this program and you can say, you know, I need a physical healing. I need deliverance. I need encouragement. I need all of it. I want you just to lay your hands on your heart, and I'm going to pray with you. Maybe, or just lay it on your head if you need healing in your body or whatever part of your body that's hurting. Just put your hand on that part of your body. Lord, I lift up everyone that is watching this program. Lord, you know their heart. You know the pain that they're going through. And Lord, Psalms 107.20 says, you sent your word and healed the sick and saved them from destruction. So right now, I send the Word of God into everyone's body, and I command bodies to be healed, bondages to be broken, spirit of heaviness to leave, and the joy of the Lord to return in the mighty name of Jesus. I believe the Lord touched you. I believe you have positioned yourself for your miracle, your healing. Please let us know. I love to get praise reports because it increases our faith to know that the Lord is touching you you and healing you through this broadcast. Now, if you're watching this program and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is your day. Maybe you know religion. Maybe you went to church every week, but you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If that's you, we do have a 1-800 number, a prayer line. Call that number. If I don't pick up right then, leave a message and I will call you back because that is the greatest decision that you'll ever make. Now, I can't go off the air today without thanking our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we pray for you every day. And we need your help because television's expensive. It's not my ministry. It's our ministry. It's a team effort. And together, we can give Jesus to a world that is desperate, that their only hope is Jesus or Jesus, and you can be a part of that. Now, next week, we're going to have part two of this message, Jesus or Jesus. Don't you dare miss it. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock with Voice of Hope. And remember, your hope is in Jesus. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. You've got some impossible situations, but i got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural, miracle-working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all.
0: New on CuriosityStream, the Nazis' true strength was their propaganda. You had posters, you had banners, you had music. See how a mastery of messaging galvanized Hitler's march to power in Project Nazi blueprints of evil. And if space is the final frontier, is it destined to be monetized? The battle between space exploration and galactic capitalism may have already begun. Don't miss Space Greed. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. There's an uneasiness growing within today's parents. Questions arise around what our kids are being taught, exposed to, and influenced by. Thankfully, a fully engaged, well-informed parent is a powerful thing. And that's why I support Answers in Genesis, and I would recommend you do as well, because it's important to remember that the battle for our kids' minds isn't one in the courts or the classrooms. It's one from the safety and comfort of our own home. So be the difference our kids need and visit www.answers.gift today.